Hi, my name is Isaac Cronin and welcome to Voice of the Ville. Today is January 13th, 2022, and a fun fact about myself is I recently had COVID-19. And my name is Eileen Park, and a fun fact about myself is that I tested negative for COVID-19. <laughs> and my name is Sophia Demarath, and I also tested negative. Sorry yeah, to that's... first your bubble, Isaac, but we've all been healthy over here. But yeah. it's good to have you back. Thank you. So to start off this week, we have a teacher feature by Naima and Evelyn, and that is about Miss Shava. Eileen, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so there was some really fun facts in here, as Miss Shava was born and raised in Zimbabwe, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, also, the fact that she says that she can't live without a blender. Really? Yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, to not huh. be able to live without, you know? <laughs> is it a necessary item? Miss so Shava, it is. Now you know. <laughs> If you want to hear more about this teacher feature about Ms. Shava, make sure to go check it out at roswell.org. She's got a lot of fun facts about her, her personal life, and what she does as a teacher. Now for what in the world. The United States broke its average daily COVID-19 case record on January 7th with 900,000 new cases. Hospitalizations are also climbing and ICU beds remain full as of late last week. Recently, police in northern Nigeria seized more than 200 kilograms, which is about 440 pounds of cocaine, worth more than $8.7 million that was being transported in the local mayor's official truck. This region of West Africa uh, is a big transit route for illegal drugs on the way from South America to Europe, and has seen a series of record drug busts in recent years. And another interesting thing that happened recently is that the CEOs of AT&T and Verizon Communications have rejected a request from the Federal Aviation Administration to delay the planned introduction of new 5G wireless services over aviation safety concerns. So 5G networks run on a high frequency spectrum called C-band, and the FAA and the aviation industry have raised a lot of concerns about potential interference with the sensitive aircraft electronics. I wonder who gets the, you know, who gets the, like, the final say in that sort of thing. Like the FAA, it seems like a pretty important organization, mm -hmm. and then these brands are just saying that they, that they don't want to. Yeah, right. I mean, it's brought a lot of attention to Verizon yeah. and AT&T from what I've heard mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And I wonder what, like, the public opinions are on that, if that mm -hmm. changes their business and stuff. So, hmm. yeah. Well, thank you, Eileen. Mm -hmm. And now for our entertainment segment. On Monday night, University of Georgia beat the number one ranked Alabama in the College Football National Championship. This is a pretty big upset, and Bulldog fans are very happy about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some other news, we have an actor and comedian, Bob Saget, most known for um, his role as Danny Tanner in Full House. Uh, he passed away at age 65. Authorities believe he died of a heart attack, and he was found in his room at a Florida hotel on January 9th. Now for some Roz news. Uh, recently we found out uh, that we were going back to distance learning for two weeks. So that would be the week of January 18th until the 28th. So that is big news, um, and we have a lot of mixed feelings of, around our Raw's community about that. Mm -hmm. yep. I, yeah, a lot of teachers especially are you know, most likely upset that they're having to go back to distance learning. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they're, you know, happy about it because there have been a lot of um, staff shortages, so mm -hmm. they at least get, like, a little bit of a break, but then, you know, they have to go back to being online and dealing with a lot of the struggles they've dealt with for the past year and a half. Yeah. Yep, it okay. actually said that the past, <clears throat> last week... 35% of staff in the entire district were out sick while wow. quarantining, which is a crazy amount. That's so a crazy number, It's yeah. definitely understandable. We want to keep those numbers down. For so. sure. Yeah. Do, yeah. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are your thoughts 
on that, guys. How do you feel about going back online? I feel pretty good about yeah. it. Okay. Um, I know that it is really tough for a lot of kids, and sometimes focus. I mean, we know as seniors, like, the senior yeah. slide is kind of starting, but <laughs> I think it's pretty worth it. I think safety comes first overall, mm. and so it, we're doing what we can to take the burden off of some community hospitals in our area, sure. and that's, I think, the most important thing. Yeah, 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 yeah I completely okay. agree, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, like, I realize that there's a lot of downsides to going back to distance learning, but again, sure. it is just for two weeks as far as we know, right. and I think it's just the most responsible decision that yeah. the district could have made for us, is considering just how many people we know mm-hmm. currently or just recently had COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like One of them is in the right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, I, I agree. I think it's the safe thing to do. Um, it is a little unfortunate that it's right after my two-week quarantine when <laughs> right. I had COVID because now I'm now I'm behind those two weeks and there were no online classes. But um, but I'm hoping that, that it can help to bring numbers down and that we can be back in two weeks as planned because I, yeah. I would like to go back. And yes. another way to keep those numbers down, you know, get your, bo- like your boosters mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. can. And also, like, keep testing yourself. Like, even if you're, like, pretty certain that you won't have it, like, it never hurts to try yep. and just do a little test to, just to make sure. Because sometimes you're going to be asymptomatic and you won't know. Sure. Yep, yeah. exactly. Now for our advice segment, we have some tips for you guys about distance learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when distance learning started, it was the end of our sophomore year, the third trimester. And um, I think a lot has changed since then on how they do things. But um We've all learned like a couple things on how to, you know, survive distance learning because I don't think it's a, it's ideal for anyone. But um, but I think that we we've, we've got some strategies to work on and we we were able to get through it before. So so yeah. So what do you guys think? What do the people need to know about uh, in order to to succeed in distance learning this time mm-hmm. around? Um, I think one thing is that a lot of people are worried because when they're at home, they have other things they need to attend to and they have other responsibilities that make you know, distance learning a lot harder, but Mm -hmm. I think something that's really nice is a lot of your teachers are pretty understanding. So if you email them with your circumstances, you email them like, hey, I'm going to turn this in late. This is why, like, this is, I may not be able to do this or this. Like, as long as you explain your situation, like a lot of times they will be lenient. Mm -hmm. So even if you are struggling, like that is a way to kind of ease that kind of burden you have about being really worried about getting things in on time or doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are worried about time management, a tip I have is dedicate half an hour to an hour for each class um, and just make sure you're checking in every day even if it's only for 10 minutes to see what work you have to do later in the week or even it's just popping into the zoom because most teachers won't have an entire lecture every day we don't know but you know just make sure you're checking in every day if you can't make it to class let your teachers know they're going to be understanding Mm -hmm. but the worst thing you can do is just completely blow it off because then that'll be really, really hard to catch up to. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, they and, are implementing two rules about um, what teachers may, like, certain lengths that they have for Zoom oh, and other okay. rules about oh. what they can and cannot do for distance learning. So oh, okay. we will hear more about that next week, I believe. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and I think that um, some more things to do, to do and to keep in mind are there are other people in your classes and they might be struggling just like you or they might be doing well and so it's, it's good to like you know keep in contact with the people in your classes and your teachers like Sophia said and so it's good to to you know to make remember that we're all in this together and that we're all trying to get through distance learning uh as a whole so mm-hmm. exactly so yeah so it's good to check yeah out. and I think again going off of what Sophia said is like you know kind of keep a routine for yourself I think that yeah. really mm-hmm. helps is like you kind of get stuck in like the yep. whole like routine and like monotony of distance mm-hmm. learning but if you make your own personal routine of something yeah. I think it helps a lot to keep you motivated and keep you a little less um sad during yeah. distance learning. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And now for a look ahead. So one thing that's coming up is on January 17th, there is a natural resources volunteer event where you can volunteer to drag and stack cut buckthorn and cut additional material from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at Central Park North. Um, they are asking for help, so you can contact the number 651-792-7028 if you have questions or want more details. Um, this is an outdoor event if you're worried, again, about COVID, but of course, if you don't feel safe, you don't have to. It's volunteer, but if you want some volunteer hours in and you don't mind a little manual labor... Buckthorn! Yeah. <laughs> what is Buckthorn? I'm pretty sure it's a type of... <laughs> so proud. <laughs> Um, yeah, go for it. Have fun. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can find out what Buckthorn is and uh, we'll update you. We'll update you sometime. Yeah. So, so stay tuned. Love to know. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Voices of the Bill. Um, we are happy to be back together. Uh, yeah. We know it's been a while since we, since we came to you guys, but we hope you are enjoying it. We thank you for your continued support. Um, so yeah, this has been us. So thank you. And there will be a episode next week, but it's going to be an older episode yes. that we now have an interview for, which is really great. Um, just want, want to let you guys know there might not be as many current events in that one, but you'll still get a really great interview with Ms. Neal. Yeah. Yes, we had to look at our archives since winter break and then me having COVID and then right. going online. So we're kind of, you know, not, we don't have an abundant amount of time to record, but we mm -hmm. hope that this was still, you know, informative and helpful and, and you know, good, right. to, good to listen to. For We're just time, recovering so. from our hiatus. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but we will be back hopefully soon and better than ever. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah, so thank you so much. And this was Voices, Voices of, of the Bell. Bell.